It's over. The Bucks have done it. The long wait has ended. After a half century, the Milwaukee Bucks are NBA champions once again. Yo, 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 what is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Max and Juan cast. I'm with my co-host right here. What's going on, bro? I'm in a good mood. I'm going to let you know right now. I'm feeling <laughs> very good. Well, the Milwaukee Bucks are NBA champions. We just got finished watching the NBA finals of game six. And the Bucks came away with it, bro. Hashtag Bucks and six, dog. How do you feel? Are, are you all done with the Kool-Aid? Dude, I'm chugging straight from the Kool-Aid <laughs> container, the Gatorade jug. Dude, I feel great. Call Are you getting it. IVs? I'm, IVs? Dude, I got, <laughs> I'm going to get an IV right here. I'm going to just do it straight into the bloodline, that green Gatorade, that Bucks Gatorade. Shout out to Sons and Foe. More like Sons in four months, Sons in four years, Sons in forever. Shut the hell up, buddy. All right. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, well, no, what so- happened? It's time what happened. Did they win? You were right. You were right. You got to give you your credit. Got to give Somebody you your credit. Somebody pat me on the back. Somebody. No, no one's down here today. Pat yourself, dog. Go ahead. Come on. Let me see it. There you go. That's, That's like a, a hard slap pat. in the neck, bro. Yeah, that was a little bit. That's a neck. That's a neck. There you go. I can't be happy. Honest, just dominated. Yeah, 50. Yeah. 50-piece nugget. McDonald's special. Look, I regret. You know, I want to tell you something. Tell I me. regret. Not putting money on the Bucks before game one of the Brooklyn Nets series. Uh, I was going to put money because I was very confident, just like you, in that Nets series. Like, Giannis was going to dominate, and I felt like the Bucks were going to win. We're both on the Bucks, And I seen game one, and I got nervous. I was like, you know what? Nah, I'm not gonna do it. I wish I would have did it. I wish Scared I would have money on it. Money never facts. makes money. B. That's facts. Let me bro. explain that to you. Yeah, Scared money one ain't ever gonna make money. You either an ape or you a sellout. You sold out. <laughs> either, ape game. You either a to wolf the moon. or a sheep. <laughs> yeah, you a go. <laughs> Dude, it's a good year if you're a Bucks fan. Either you're a Tampa Bay Bucks or you're a uh, Milwaukee Bucks. Yo, Wisconsin could have two teams that want a chip. Sorry, Packers. Aaron Rodgers said no, no, no. I don't want the money. Giannis got his money. He's a diamond hands. Dude, I'm hyped. I haven't been this hyped since last year. (laughs) I was way more hyped last year. I'll tell you that. And look, before we get into some more hypeness, bro, let me go ahead and tell the audience to make sure to subscribe like the video go ahead and comment down below bucks and six are you a Suns hater are you a milwaukee bucks kool-aid drinker <laughs> like are nice. you an ape <laughs> are you a sellout b come on yeah go ahead and show us some love bro go ahead and like this video it helps out a lot man 
Uh, if you're listening to this on any Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, whatever the case is, all you audio listeners out there, appreciate the love, appreciate the support. Go ahead and follow us or subscribe or five star rate us, bro, on Apple Podcasts. It really helps out. Follow us on social media. That is at Max underscore Juan Cast. That would be Twitter and Instagram. But let's get into it, bro. Giannis, Greek Freak, a.k.a. Uh, Giannis the the goat. Nah, no, he's not the goat. He's not Giannis the, the Giannis the deer. Giannis AKA the Cam Newton, aka yeah. Favo, aka Fifty Cent. Nah, <laughs> they played a lot of Ja Rule during the broadcast, which I appreciated. Really? But I was also like, "Come on, dog, <laughs> playing Ja Rule like it's 2003." Yeah. But uh, Giannis, man, I mean, it was an all-time game. It was an all-time series, to be honest. In my opinion, uh, he showed up. He played like a top three player. He played like an absolute superstar. And it was great to see that third quarter. It was so dominant, bro. It was it was as dominant as any other superstar I've seen in the finals. You know, it was. I don't. Was, I don't think that's fair to Giannis. We've seen superstars, but maybe maybe you're right. But maybe in the sense you're wrong. It's a different type of domination. I was going to say that. Maybe a different type, but same result. It's Cam Newton the year he won MVP. The Panthers go 15-1. and one. Dab on him, Giannis. It's just I'm going to run up into the A-gap 25 times a game. You can't stop it. You know what's coming. It's I'm going to fatigue you. I'm Derrick Henry. Smoke I'm Giannis? Sh- smoke Giannis. Smoke <laughs> Atomokumpo. We got to uh, stop. All right. Right, okay, right here, Max. We Giannis, gotta, big smoke we gotta TM freak. It. We got to TM it. No <laughs> more calling Giannis Greek freak. Me and you personally, we calling them smoke Giannis. <laughs> I like it. I like it. But it's literally he's just going to run into you 40 times a game, and you're not going to want to do that. Like Shaq said back in the day, I'm going to hit him with a bow in the chest one time. They're not going to want to do it again. Yeah. It, that's the way to play, especially with these players being soft today. Yeah. And he was all phases of the game defense rebounding playmaking points wise free throw shooting free throw shooting (laughs) uh three-point shooting even made a three in there he was almost flawless tonight in every phase and i just want to say this man uh probably i i can't remember the last time i've seen a player that had the defensive performance that he had. And look, people are going to look at me crazy. They're like, bro, do you not know Kawhi played in the finals or LeBron? I'm sorry. Those guys picked and choose when they were dominant on defense. Giannis, 100 miles per hour every second of the game, from tip-off all the way to the last play of the game. I've, cool. I haven't seen it. Kawhi's a lockdown corner in a sense where you put him on somebody, you erase him. Giannis is like a Derwin James or Brian Dawkins where it's, I'm going to have a sack. I'm going to have a couple pass breakups, a forced fumble, maybe a tackle for loss. Yeah. Like he's everywhere. He's like, hey, I'm going to switch to Chris Paul. I'm going to switch to Booker. Aiden's there. No problem. I'm going to he, – he deflated Aiden early, and I don't think Aiden recovered. And this is where we wanted to see Giannis last year. It's like, why don't you guard Jimmy Butler for stretches? Oh, that's what the coach do. Well, maybe it's the coach's fault then you guys lost. Like, it was Bullholzer's fault a little bit, but I'm saying people are like, Giannis just got to go out there and do it. Yeah. Well, the coach has to be smart enough to know, hey, I have a defensive Swiss Army knife, can do whatever I need him to do. 
he might have one weakness on defense. And I don't know if you like if you see what I see, but to me it's those little shifty guards like Cameron Payne that are really quick give him problems because he's so big. Yeah. Yeah. But if it's a big forward, a big guard that's not really quick, he's going to erase him. Mm-hmm. And he's going to make special superhuman plays in its effort. It's kind of like Zion at Duke in a sense. It was like, wow, he's diving for loose balls. He's going to go after a block he has no business trying to get. Yeah, It's that. I mean, he was dominant. S- and there was the a huge. Some of the blocks, Max. Uh, I mean, you've seen them. They were. <laughs> they were all-time great type stuff bro and i was just i was in odd in some of the plays that he was making on defense i said in game one i or game one or two where he had the chase i'm like you know let's pump the brakes it's just a chase down block nothing's on the line well he got me on the aiden block to save game four yeah and today game uh first couple minutes he destroyed aiden and bridges and i was like oh my goodness like he's locked in yeah he's locked in um it was an amazing performance by him. It's domination. That's simple as simple as it can be. It's like you know what's coming. You can't stop it. Yeah. Well, we'll stay on the Bucks. We'll we'll talk Suns last. We'll split it up like this. Bucks first, Suns last. Uh only only fitting because they lost. <laughs> but um uh let's talk a little bit more about the game. Drew Holiday struggled. Four of nineteen. Chris oh, Middleton. My. That's the can we just call any time a guy shoots four for nineteen? It's the Drew Holiday game. He had more of those than any guy I've ever seen in a playoff run. But but I mean, you, you talk about Kawhi being a defensive stopper and like kind of like a shutdown corner. In a sense, Drew Holiday, man, he's just he's right up there. I mean, he did his job tonight with Devin Booker. Devin Booker was struggling. He had his moments with Chris Paul. But I mean, Drew the whole the whole series probably besides Game One, when uh when Chris Chris Paul and Booker went off. Ever since Game Two, when they told him like, "Hey, you're you're gonna start pressing," it was on from there, bro. And he's been unbelievable on the defensive side of the ball. He's probably the best guy at guarding guards, whether it's small shifty ones or it's big and strong ones. He's never the type of guy who can guard LeBron or Kawhi. He's just too small. Yeah. But he did a hell of a job. He had a couple steals. He made the biggest play of game five. And we were critical of his offense. The defense has never been a question mark for Drew Holiday. Mm-hmm. And there was a moment where Cameron Payne was kind of getting the Suns going. And they put him on Cameron Payne. He was done the rest of the night. He didn't hear from him. Yeah. He's a weapon on defense. And the Bucks are a team that prides himself on defense. Mike Bullnoser did a great job. You got to commend the guy. We give him so much crap. Props to Mike. And I've been saying, I'm like, you got to be able to adjust on the fly. That was our big key for them. It wasn't health. It was obviously Cam Bullenhoser, when the going gets tough, get going. Or is he just going to be like, we're the Bucks. We play like this. Giannis, you're in an attack from the top. After game two against the Nets, how many times did Giannis have those stupid, just I'm going to put my head down and get an offensive foul drives? Yeah, uh, it's been a minute because I don't think I've ever seen him do that after that. And me and you were kind of talking about it last podcast, like the game is slowing down for him. He's just figuring out how to control the game in his own unique way because he's not a point guard in a sense. You know, he's not Chris Paul, but he really does control the game on like this unique way, like being a Swiss Army knife on defense. Um 
kind of like the Derrick Henry, a.k.a. Smoke Giannis type way where he's driving into the hole and, you know, slowly uh, depleting the defense. Like, he really does it in, a, in an, his own unique way, and I absolutely love it. How many guys figure it out in the moment or how many guys <laughs> figure it out during the playoff series? Not many. Giannis yeah. is like, I'm going to attack at an angle. I'm going to Euro step. I'm going to use my length. And, you know, he's a gamer. What can you say? Like, he shot 17 for 19. They needed all 17 of those. If he goes Shaq-esque. For, Shaq-esque. Make him when you need to, okay? Exactly. But if he misses those, if he it's has big. 40, they lose this game. Yeah. Like, he carried them. Uh, they were saying Middleton deserves to be finals MVP. <laughs> let's let's Stop. Chris Stop Mills is second best Stop player it. on the Bucks. He was the closer. He's a yeah. good perimeter closer for them. And look, but, he had a big shot. He had a big shot tonight. You know, I felt like it was did? a big bucket needed. Look, the reality is, uh, that whole that whole flaw, and it, and it is a flaw. I know you're gonna say it. Like Giannis still has flaws, even though he won the championship. And Chris Middleton covers it up the best way he could, and that's being the closer. And he's doing his role. Like, Mike Mike Bullenholder's like, look, Giannis, I know you're not a jump shooter. We all know that. That's not your game. But we have this guy named Chris Middleton. And even though he he may not play the best game th- throughout the last closing minutes, we need you to get those those buckets, those perimeter shots. And he did it again tonight. Can Giannis be a closer if he's making free throws? I think he can be. I don't like know it's about not, that. I it mean, might not always be pretty in the jump sh- shots, but if you need a two, give it to him in the low post. He's got a pretty good chance to make it. I don't know the number specifically. He was like 52 for 60 in the paint before today. It's got to be 63 of like 70. Yeah. 75. And sh- or and se- shout seven- out. No, go ahead. Seven of what? I don't know what it is, but it's got to be 63 of 75, 70. Like he lived yeah. down there. He was Shaq-esque. Oh, yeah. I mean, his numbers were already getting compared to him with the 40-point game. So, uh, he's modern-day Shaq. We're, we, we've been saying it for a while already. Oh, my God. He played the five. I haven't <laughs> been saying that since Jason Kidd was there. <laughs> like, come on. It just makes sense. Like, he's yeah. so dominant. Get shooters around him. And cool, Brooke Lopez, he's a big shooter. But having perimeter guys who can attack, right. it's just special. And the Bucks were the best team. I know there's a lot of injuries, but out of the teams remaining, they were the best. They put up the best fight. They went Battle through adversity. Attrition. They won the war, and they had injuries too. Giannis went down. Mm-hmm. Just like the he way went superhuman. The storyline for the Bucks. I mean, we're no, we're no different with uh, the criticism of Giannis. We've had some podcasts on here where we're like, yeah, he needs to improve this. He needs to improve that. Uh, you know, like the Brooklyn series was bad. Those first two games, it was really bad with him um, turning over the ball and all that. We all seen it. But like you said, he figured it out in the moment. And with with that going and, you know, the whole history with the Bucks, with them getting bounced by the Heat and the, the Raptors and everyone hating on Mike Budenholzer, saying, like, he's one of the worst coaches, that, you know, all this and that. Giannis winds up getting hurt. People think he's out for the year. They're down 0-2 in the finals. <laughs> it's just a, it's a great storyline for Giannis, bro. And f- for him to come back and just the Bucks in general to come back from this and win it. 
it's a great storyline for basketball. It's, it was a great story. For a team that's being called soft and not really had fortitude, they fought back against the Nets, against the Suns. They deserve it. Congrats to them. Yeah. Uh, are we going to move on to the Suns now? Because if you, um, we are, I have, more, my, my I have a shout out to make before we move on. But go my ahead. My coworker is going to be so mad if we don't mention him. Uh, Bobby Portis. Shout out oh, to Bobby Portis. That's not Bobby his name. Mercer. Yeah, there you go. Bobby Mercer <laughs> knocking people out. Chris, this is how you know not to mess somebody. If you like get in their face and they just start laughing, yeah. don't mess with the dude. <laughs> Chris Paul, you are a great player, but. Bobby Portis will step on you like you're a rodent. I'm just going to say it. Bobby Portis knows how to get in people's head. He was big for the Bucks. It's the toughness. It's He's kind of got that irrational confidence where he's better than Giannis in his own head probably. But you need that on teams. Yeah. And I, I love I love his um, his post-game thing. I, I don't know if it was Drew Holiday or, uh, man, who was it? What's the quote? Uh, something about being the being a superstar in your own role. Drew Holiday said it. Yeah, I love that. I love that quote by him. It's like patriot patriot esque to me, and it really does hold so much value because you know it's kind of like the do your job and don't try to don't try to be someone you're not. You know, and Bobby Portis was him throughout the whole playoffs. Like even you know he could have easily put his head. Uh, in the dirt and been like, hey, we, I got benched. I'm not playing. Dude came out, gave energy, and one of the biggest games of the year, he showed up, and he was big for the Bucks. <laughs> what is, What is his role on the Bucks? Just be a goon, energy, like yeah. get people pissed off. Goon man, <laughs> <laughs> goon man gets paid, right? <laughs> so, do you, can I get my shout out? Yeah, go ahead. What's your shout out? Shout out to James Harden for calling Honest unskilled and has no <laughs> skills. Now he has a ring. Yeah. You out of shape, strip club going, hanging out with Little Pump, getting arrested in Paris. <laughs> Dan Drift having beard ass. Oh, I can't stand that fool. I can't stand him, bro. He's probably a good guy, nice guy, but I hate the way he plays, bro. He just He just hunts for fouls. Hunts for fouls, dribbles between his legs. Everybody got skills, buddy. Come on. Uh, speaking of hunting for fouls, Devin Booker. Oh my! I've never seen a guy stiff arm more people in a basketball game and get fouls called for him. You're gonna rip him. You're gonna rip him for this game. You got to rant for ba- him. No, no, no. He played bad. He, I'm gonna say, like he played. He did not play great. He was giving them timely buckets. I felt like, but he needed. They need a forty from. Him. He gave him t- like twenty on inefficiency. I mean, he did all he could. I, I can't. I can't hate on his performance. I can hate though the fact he's offensive fouls and doesn't get called for wrapping guys up intentionally. And changing almost like the game's history in the series right. for no calls. He was spectacular this whole series. What do you have? Forty three times or damn near forty three times. Yeah, he was good. I got more problem with Chris Paul. He disappeared for games four and five. I'm sure the injury's coming out where his left hand needs to be amputated and replaced by a cybernetic hand. Bro, you're out there. You got to play better. Like today, he. This is the Chris Paul one we're seeing games four and five. Like, there were long stretches of time where I didn't feel like I saw him in those games. Today, I felt like I've seen him all game. Yeah. No, today he was today he was Chris Paul. Like, like, even when they were down early, he weathered the storm for them, you know? Exactly. Like, if you're Chris Paul, do you want to hear another injury got you? Or do you want to just be like, bro, I didn't play good. Like, I need to be better. Like, how many times can I hear your hamstring, your quad, your finger, your butt, 
your stupid forehead. I don't know. Like, how many times can I hear that from a guy before you're like, all right. And like I said before, he lost the series. He did the Chris Paul experience. Doesn't change how I feel about him. Like, even if they would have won in seven and he he wasn't that spectacular, it wouldn't change how I feel about him. I mean, if he would have played bad, though, you think it Like, he did play bad for two games. Like, he did play bad. What if he had so, another performance like that? It wouldn't have changed anything. It wouldn't change it. It's Chris Paul, dude. This is what you you can't rely on him. He don't get the job. He'll get a ninety on the report. He ain't never gonna get a hundred. Right. That's the best way to say. It. He gonna get a B plus or an A minus. And I'll say this: uh, the other guy from the big three, DeAndre Ayton. Uh, no pun intended, but he looked like a deer in the headlights today. <laughs> uh, he really did, and it was the first time ever that I've seen him look like that. This is the guy who me and you thought coming into the playoffs was. And I, I finally seen him tonight. And, you know, it's not like he had a horrible game. It's not like he was a zero out there. He just wasn't Aiden that we've exactly. seen. Like, we thought he was their biggest Achilles heel coming in. But he was one of their best players. And yeah. he, was, he wasn't bad, but he was ordinary. And in game six of the finals with their bag against the wall, your third best player can't be ordinary. He needs to be spectacular or good. Facts. Yeah. I mean, he got in foul trouble today, which is something he's been really good at not being. Giannis owned him. I feel like he got deflated. I yeah. truly do. But he's young. Uh, he'll uh, Hopefully he bounces back from this. I just hope it doesn't kill his confidence. At the beginning of the year, it was rough, and then it kind of clicked. I hope it clicks for him. And Phoenix got some questions they got to answer, but – they didn't go through no adversity until this point. They're a young team. You're supposed to lose a series. You're supposed to. Every team that's won a championship has gone through it. Mm-hmm. You can even point to the Cavs with LeBron, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Love. They didn't win that chip. Do you There's see, no guarantee. Go ahead. Do you see any, like, like a dynasty run in the future for this Suns team? Like, is it out of the reach? Yeah, I think so because you're, you're – Second best player is 36 and unreliable. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about this off air. It's like, do you give Chris Paul a bag? Or if you're Chris Paul, why would you take a bag? You, you're, It's your legacy now. And maybe we can transition to legacy conversation right now. You don't need $20 more million. You need a championship if you're going to feel fulfilled in life. And you're not a guy who can just go out there. You need to be managed. They need to play you low minutes. They need to do the best thing for you. So... It's just some food for thought for everybody out there that thinks Chris Paul deserves a bag. Uh, I, I I don't think it's it's what he deserves. It's more of just like I come from. I, I'm I'm more on the camp of like you know what, get your money, whichever which way how, you know, get the bag right now. Uh, it's tough with a player like Chris Paul because he's old and he's at that age where you're kind of ring chasing, so you kind of like got to meet in the middle. But at the end of the day, it's going to be his decision. It is and, his uh, decision. Yeah. But uh, maybe if there was a scenario where the team was working with him, like, hey, we're we're thinking about bringing in, uh, I don't know, like a big-time free agent. I can't think of anyone right now. Well, yeah, let's just say we're going to bring in a guy like, um, uh, I don't know, like Norman Powell or something. Like, they, mm-hmm. we need you to take a $10 million pay cut to bring in Norman Powell. Yeah. And Where if I feel yeah, and if I feel like you know that guy is gonna help us out, okay, I'm willing to take the pay cut. What but if they if were like, gonna, 
what if they were like, hey, we need you to take $10 million on where you can get Pascal Siakam? Yeah, see, that's... You've got to do it, Chris you Paul. you got to do it, yeah. That's what I'm saying. That, so, but again, we are both in the camp. It's his decision. If he wants to take the money, go for it. Mm-hmm. But I'm just going to say, we've seen guys chase the money, Carmelo Anthony being a prime example. Yeah. It doesn't yeah, always work out. And we've seen guys just not take the money, like Carl Malone and Gary Payton. It didn't work yeah. out. Yeah. You do what's right for you. Do what's right exactly. for the team. Do what's best for your legacy, Chris Paul. Uh, is okay. So, because I, I I'm trying to I'm trying to lead you there and kind of see where you're where you're going with this. Let's say um they get rid of Chris Paul, right? And uh, Chris Paul doesn't come back, and they get a f- a really good free agent like um Kyle Lowry. No, I'm thinking even bigger, like a third guy that's a legit star um bradley beal even though it's crazy what if they get a guy like bradley beal so they got beal booker and ayton and let's just say hypothetically they go on a run like they start they start going to the finals and you know they win a championship here or there and i know there's a lot of ifs max because i can see it in your face like where you're going with this any more ifs bro my head might (laughs) might but i i say this to say this is a blessing in disguise for for Devin Booker. And I know that's crazy to say cuz it's like, dude, like why wouldn't you just want to win a championship? No, you know? it's not crazy at all. Not crazy at all to say. Not everyone can be Kobe Bryant and just luck in, not luck in, <laughs> but be blessed with three champ. But again, that Laker team lost some playoff series. He airballed some shots. Yeah. So no, at I, the I end get of the you. day, this is going to make him a better player. 100%. And Devin Booker, he showed something in these finals. As much as I dislike the little crybaby. Not, he's not a crybaby, but he's a sour guy. Sort of loser, maybe. Attitude, he's a killer. He can make shots. Really good player. But there's growth. There's growth there. Just like in Giannis's case, he wanted finals MVP. Exactly. Can he shoot threes now? No, he can't. Is can Devin Booker get better at stuff? Yeah, like three point shooting, but defense. But like you were saying earlier in the podcast, the Suns they don't they don't know anything about that. Like they didn't really have adversity until the end. You know, teams usually go through the process: first round, second round, third round. You know, tough loss to Miami it's two a, years it's in a row. It's a weird year. It's yeah. pandemic year. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's short year. So many injuries, COVID crap. Like there was series where like that like Dennis Schroeder as much crap was like give him couldn't really join the Lakers till the playoffs. Yeah, and, and my I feel thing like is I forgot that you forgot that, but that shit matters. Yeah, exactly. And, and I really hope is, we get big enough. I'm sorry to interrupt you. I hope we get big enough so someone can make a compilation of me going when I want to curse because <laughs> man, I just can't stop. I'm trying, Juan. Help me. Oh my goodness. But I, I say this where you know with the whole Bradley Beal thing because if you ask yourself. What would you rather have? One championship or multiple? Obviously multiple. Tough question from one right over there. Yeah, yeah okay. No obviously kidding. multiple. So even though even though it, it may be a tough year and you're gonna lose Chris Paul, it can be a blessing in disguise. Your game's gonna go gonna get elevated. You're gonna be pissed off because of the loss. And you never know. You get a free Do agent you think and your Phoenix team gets even made better. this. I'm sorry, but do you think Phoenix made this trade for Chris Paul to be like, oh, we're going to win a championship? No. no. They made this trade to teach Devin Booker to be like Chris Paul. Mm-hmm. 
that's what they made the trade for, to teach the team. Obviously, he's an upgrade. He's a good player. He'll help you win. But it's about making a culture. It's about the Heat aren't the Heat because Jimmy Butler's there. They have a culture in place since Dwayne Wade was there. They've been competitive for, what, 15 years? Yeah. The Spurs haven't had Tim Duncan for 10 years, and yet they're still a good franchise. When was the last time they were a dumpster fire? Yeah. They've never been one since it, Tim, du- it's they had either Tim a Duncan. Player, it's either a player or an organization, because the Lakers, you can't say organization-wise. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, it was the player. It was LeBron. Just Lakers like are an Paul, exception. It was LeBron. Exactly. Exactly. So you want to instill that throughout that you want to establish something winning and like if you're a if you're a crap organ there was if you're a crappy organization like Phoenix for a majority of your life you'll take it <laughs> like this is you're playing with house money baby let it roll yeah they were like they yeah were it's unfortunate because they what makes it worse is if they got blown out no one would be like oh okay but like they won two games there was a little false hope that we can win a championship. And I think it's clear, and you said it, they want two games, you're like, I don't like how Phoenix is playing. I don't like the fact that Giannis is going to get 50 a game or 40 a game yeah. and just imposes will. So I mean, you can argue ever since the first round when they beat the Lakers, they were playing with house money since then. Exactly. No one picked them to win that series, and they yeah. probably wouldn't win that series. I know Phoenix fans be mad if AD doesn't get hurt because you guys are getting blown out in game All four. All the people who pick Phoenix like, I did. <laughs> yeah. I knew AD would get hurt. I knew it. <laughs> like, this, it's not the end of the world for Phoenix. You know, If Chris Paul leaves, you just got to hope that your team learned enough and they've grown enough and Aiden can take another leap. He's only 22, and Booker can get better. He's only like 26. Yeah. I mean, big winner of the series is Mike Bullnoser. You know what I'm saying? He went from fired to, oh, my God, he's not fired, to, oh, my God, he's going to be fired, to championship coach. Just a roller coaster of a ride for Mike B. And usually this would be a good time to talk a little bit more about Giannis's legacy and all that. But you know what? I'm going to stick with my guns and what I usually say. And let's let's wait for his career to end because there's so much more other stuff that he can accomplish than – is so much down the road. That's he already unknown. had a Hall of Fame resume before this championship. Yeah, he won two MVPs. If you win two MVPs, you're getting the Hall of Fame. That is, it's that easy in the NBA. Mm-hmm. To me, it just right now championships are just going to move him up the tier of oh, he's a top thirty guy now instead of a top forty. And there's still holes in the game. I don't think he's a finished product. I think That's next year we're going to gonna see. I think next year what we're going to see is we're going to see a guy and there's every guy has this right where it's like the perfect marrying of skills and athleticism and control. Giannis has been like athleticism and like kind of control. And right now it's getting real close to like the perfect like LeBron in Miami mm-hmm. when they went on like the 33 game win streak. It's like, oh, this is a guy who has it figured out. And Giannis is really close to figuring it all out. And that's he might already, he already done won it. one. Yeah. I mean, Brooke Lopez might make the Hall of Fame now because he won a chip. I'm just saying. I'm I'm just thinking out loud here. JaVale McGee's going to win a gold medal. Three championships. I don't know. How many centers have won three championships and a gold medal? So, Bucks repeating? No. I don't know. But we got to see if the roster turns up. What if they I just, just want a normal NBA the season. Roster? They got a good chance. Look, I think once you win, and I said this about the Lakers, like Kuzma until the playoffs is like he's playing so much better. You get the monkey off your back. You can relax. 
Like, they're not going to fire Mike Bullnoser if they get bounced next year, unless it's, like, really convincing. Kind of wish Kuzma had that monkey on his back still so he could fucking play better. That wouldn't change. <laughs> that wouldn't change how we play. I, he played just as bad last year. <laughs> he played just as bad last year, bro. <laughs> Everything you said about him getting better took a step back once he won it. Oh, my goodness. So, any other thoughts, Max, on the finals? I think it was a really good – dude, I want to just say something. Do they not have COVID in Wisconsin? They got 80,000 people outside, no mask. That I mean, it was awesome to see, by the way. There's such a great thing for the fans. Phoenix fans, Bucks fans. I just want to say as a Laker fan, we need to do a lot better. I know I'm not the problem because I'm insane. <laughs> and Juan is just with me. We got to be better at home games, Laker fans. Milwaukee and Phoenix, it's like a home field, a home court advantage. Look what fucking fan base I represent, dog. You think I'm a weak-ass fan? I'm fucking born for this shit. I would throw batteries if they let me, bro. Shout out to my <laughs> Philly fans. We're Santa. No, oh I'm serious. It's the, the fans made this so much better than the bubble. Like, I want to know what they were pumping into the bubble because I felt like I never heard fans. <laughs> like I'm serious like it was so cool to me to see 20,000 people in Milwaukee and then 80,000 people outside yeah I don't know <sighs> I mean shout out to the COVID to outbreak Milwaukee. that's gonna happen you said Milwaukee. what I said shout out to the COVID outbreak that's probably gonna happen with these <laughs> fools are they burning down the city probably I haven't I checked on the social Lakers media yet in, t- in uh, 2009 they, they flipped over a Kiss FM van Oh yeah. <laughs> um, I got. Who's one gonna more be shirtless on the parade? Oh, Bobby, 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 Bobby P, Bo- Bobby Mercer. <laughs> I got one more thing to say. Those are the worst final shirts of all time. The Bucks want like the like championship shirts. Two time champs. I'm like, what the? F- they didn't win twice. Like that's the worst sh- shirt ever. I'm sorry. If they don't, the two times thing is so dumb to me. I don't know. Am I crazy for thinking that? Yeah, it kind of threw me off, too. I was like, I was well, like yeah. did they go back to back or something? Because that's uh, what you think, right? Because, like, any time a team goes back to back, they always put that crap on there. Yeah. I mean, uh, next time the Lakers won, put, like, 18-time championship. So, we, that'd be cool. <laughs> I feel like, like that's that just more something for opening night. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That that threw me off. But I, I like the shirt other than that. I was like, come on. that That's dumb. But congratulations to the Milwaukee Bucks. Congrats uh, to Giannis, Thonis, Kostas. Hey, man. They all got Hey, Kostas can't talk shit no more to Giannis about his ring. <laughs> Giannis, man. It was, a, it was a great sight to see, bro. Uh, I, I, I enjoyed the finals. Even though I didn't have LeBron or KD or Curry. I got Giannis, bro. Giannis was fucking a joy to watch. And... Devin Booker is just as good, bro, as as far as entertainment wise. You know, I I love I love the finals. It wasn't it wasn't anything like bad or anything. We can go back. I would say let's go back three finals real quick and wrap it up. The Heat and Lakers. Was there a real memorable play from that finals that you're gonna think about? Um, I'm gonna say two. Uh, not necessarily a play but when jimmy was exhausted over the yeah. fucking thing well that was because of rachel nichols but continue 
Oh, I'm sorry. Was I not supposed to say that? And uh, Danny Green missing the three-point yeah, okay. shot. I felt like that was a bigger storyline yeah. than anything else. Like him getting almost death Fucking threats from murdered. Laker fans. Yeah, because <laughs> Laker fans. Okay, and then we'll go back to Toronto. Okay, Toronto had... I feel like the iconic play is two injuries, Clay yeah. and Durant. The Achilles and... And, and then the year before that, it was uh, Cavs. And, I mean, the big the iconic play is LeBron. It. LeBron's a meme because of J.R. Smith. Yeah. And then the year before that, it's not, It's KD eyeing up LeBron. Like, the Giannis dunk and the Giannis block are two really iconic plays, I feel like. Yeah. Most definitely, bro. And that's uh, a lot for a finals when you get yeah. an iconic play. And there were like good obvi- games besides game yeah. one. They were they really were, good games. Yeah, really good. There wasn't no blowouts. Like, that That game seven series with uh, the Warriors and Cavs with, the you know, Kyrie and LeBron dunking uh, or LeBron blocking Kyrie three-point shot. All those games were blowouts besides game seven. No, exactly. Yeah, ex- exactly right. So basketball season is over, guys. Uh, probably just got the draft, but as far as games go, uh, no more games. Uh, that was the last game, but we are going to be getting into the NBA draft. Okay. To, uh, very soon. Yeah, very soon. So today's Tuesday. We're recording this on Tuesday. Obviously this will come out Wednesday and we'll record something tomorrow with a special guest that Max got, uh, lined up for the NBA draft. And we'll probably put that out either Thursday or Friday, okay, for some NBA coverage. Or uh, we can put it on next week while I'm on vacation. (laughs) Yeah, so we got a couple of things lined up. But uh, we appreciate you guys watching, nonetheless, all basketball season. We know we have a, uh, a big audience for basketball with all our NBA talk videos. But, uh, it's become a long way, bro. I mean, the Lakers didn't make it. It was sad, but. I mean the Bucks won it, all right. As as long as the Bucks won in the the freaking uh Nets didn't win it or some team Celtics like that. or the Celtics, yeah. yeah. Fuck the Celtics. I I can't wait to be on vacation. It's been a long time since I mean it's been like 2 years cuz of COVID. And it was a great basketball run. My last thing is from my dad. He said, "Giannis scored 50 and 50 years ago Milwaukee won a championship. That's crazy." And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Hell yeah, bro. Like father, like son. Yeah, I was like, oh, my God. 50 <laughs> minus 50, zero. That's how many rings the Suns have. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? But, but I will be, I'll buy you a I Love Hawaii shirt one. No, please don't. Do you want me to anyway. do anything while I'm there? Huh? Do you want me to go to a luau or anything while I'm there? No. You want me to do a 50 first dates? I can, I can care less what you do in Hawaii. Just don't fucking... Break your hand or something. Again? Yeah, again. Just don't Sharks get Sharks are like hurt. dogs. They don't make sure. Bite. Make sure you... Nah, I don't even care if you get hurt. I mean, you can break your hand or something. Just don't fuck up your voice, okay? Keep your voice I'm actually going to attack a shark with my voice box, so... <laughs> don't, give, don't swallow a fucking uh, scorpion or something. I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> you ever been... Where did you get scorpions from, bro? I don't know. I'm watching too much jackass. But um, are you watching Jackass? <laughs> yeah. Can we but, spend uh, one minute talking about why you're watching Jackass, bro? Like you're thinking about like like Johnny Knoxville? Yes. Like OG Jackass? Yeah, OG. Where are you watching it? 
No, like the movie, the old movies. Oh, I thought you were watching like the no, show. I was like, bro, are you? Do they have MTV like Go no. or something? Um, I want to watch Andy Miller. They're coming out with a new movie. You know that, right? No. Yeah, dude, those guys. Like, how are those guys still alive? Jackass Forever. That's what. It's are called. you serious? Yeah, I'm dead serious. Why don't they call it Jackass Family? Have <laughs> Vin Diesel in it. Uh, all right, guys. But thank thank you guys for uh, watching this. Uh, make sure to like, comment, subscribe. Turn on post notifications for any time that we come out with a video like this when it's unplanned and we just did it right after the game. Uh, luckily that the game ended in six just so Max can have his vacation. So the Bucks did him a favor right there. But um, just like the Bucks did Max a favor, do us a favor and <laughs> go ahead and subscribe, like. If you guys are doing a audio listen, go ahead and subscribe on there too and follow five star rate us. Really helps us out, bro. And you know what? Grateful. No. If you're on the audio, go ahead and make a YouTube account and then follow <laughs> subscribe to us on there, please. And do that. And leave a review. Please. Yeah. Please, man. Shout really out to the fans. It. Shout out to the fans of our podcast. Yeah. Slash Shout YouTube out. channel, slash media empire. Yes, sir. And we got things coming, right? Yeah, we got, got a couple of things coming. So when Max is gone, we'll have we'll have some content for you guys. Don't worry. But um, yeah, one couldn't let me have a break. He was working me like a dog. <laughs> you know those dribbles in the wheels? That's my life. The joyful, joyful <laughs> road of talk. Fucking joyful. All right, but that's gonna do it, guys. Thank you for watching the Max and Juan cast. My name is Juan. I am out. Peace. I'm Max. Later. Thank <laughs> you.